Today's Ksub is Mem Gimel, and we are six lines from the top of Mem Gimel, Amud Aleph. Third to last word on the line. Zakta Gemara. Bamine Ravina Mereshashas. Ravina Astro Shashas. Bas Hani Zainas Min Achin. Abbas, a daughter who gets supported by her brothers. What's the situation? Their father passed away. He died. And we know when the father dies, the sons get the Yerusha. So the sons keep the whole Yerusha, but there's Allah that they still have to support the sisters. They get everything, but they also are Chayev to support the sisters. So a sister a daughter slash sister who's getting supported by her brothers from her father's inheritance, from his estate. So as for Vavina, in this type of situation where the brothers are supporting her from the father's estate, who keeps her income? Do the brothers that are supporting her, do they take over the role that the father had for her? And then, therefore, just like when she had a father, all her daim, all her maiseyodah, any income she makes belongs to the father when she's a katana or a naira. So too, so too over here, if they're stepping in in place of the father, maybe the achin, the brothers, should keep any income that she produces. Or maybe I'll look at it a different way. Maybe it's not similar to the av at all. Over there, it's the father. When the father is the one supporting her, he gets her maiseyodah, but when it's the brother supporting her from the father's estate, then they don't take the place of the father, and she would keep her own income. Why? Because hasam mididam midzina, hacha lav mididhuk midzina. Because over there, mididev kmitzina. Sorry, over there, when she's still as a father, when the father's supporting her, he's supporting her from his own money, and therefore he gets to keep her maiseyodah. But hacha, where the brothers are supporting her from the father's estate, lav mididhu midzina. They're not. She's not getting supported from the brother's money. It's from the father's money that they happen to inherit and they have to support her. So how do we look at it? Do they step into the place of the Av and therefore would they keep the Maisi dime, any income she makes, or would they not get any income she makes? Amr So Rav Sheshas answered back, Ravina Tinitua. We actually have a Mefursha Mishnah, which says a very similar case, and we can learn from there. The Mishnah says, And Amana, the widow, so when a father dies, all his sons get the Yerusha. Now, the Amana, what about her? What about the widow he left over? She gets supported from the Nechazim of the Yisamim. The sons have to support the Amana of their fathers. She is supported by the father's estate that the Yisamim inherited. And since she's being supported by the sons, they also get her Maiseyadayim. They keep all of her income, slash Maiseyadayim, anything she makes. So if Sheesh has brought this Mishnah to try to say it's the same thing, just like over there, the sons are supporting her with the father's estate, and therefore they get to keep her Maiseyadayim just like the father did. So to over here, even by the daughter, where they're supporting their sister from the father's estate, so they're going to get to keep their Maiseyadayim. Says, says the Gemara, me dummy. Is it similar at all, though? You tried to tell me that I know this, then it's true, that they keep the Maiseyadayim with the Almana, so it's for sure true also by their sister, if she's in the same situation. The Gemara says, though, is that similar at all? Can we prove from there? I can tell you, Svara, that a person wants his almana to be supported. He wants her to be supported by his sons and by the ones that get the Yerusha. Yeah, she should get supported, but that doesn't mean he wants her to get wealthy off this. So why should she be double dipping if she gets to keep her own income and she gets an additional income by getting supported from the sons? That already will tell you that the father maybe he didn't have that in mind. He doesn't want her getting rich off this, but as it relates to his daughter, he doesn't mind if she gets rich.
And therefore, I can tell you that even though she's keeping her Maisei Yadayim, meaning even though she's getting supported from the brothers, she could still keep her Maisei Yadayim. The father wouldn't mind if she were to get these two streams of income. Says the Gemara, okay, but the the Bita Is that to tell me that his daughter is more chashiv to him than his own widow? Meaning his daughter, he'd rather her get more money than his own widow. The Chachamim, they were Masakin, and they made an Amana when she's compared to the Bas, when you have the Amana and the daughter, we're gonna, the situation is gonna explain itself in a second. But when you have an Amana and a daughter, Kebas Eitzel Achen, we compare it, and the Halacha is the same thing as it would be in a case where you have a daughter against the brothers, Ben Nechasin Muatin, in a case of Nechasin Muatin. So when a father dies and he leaves over Yerusha, so there's different dinim depending on what the situation is, depending on how much he left over. If he left over a sizable Yerusha, the sons inherit it and they support the sisters. What if he left over only a little bit, only enough to support the sisters a tiny bit, but it wasn't enough, uh, it wasn't a lot of money that it could go around to everyone. So what's the halacha? The daughters actually keep everything, the daughters get supported by it, and the sons are told that they don't get anything and go knock on doors and get your parnasa that way. So the Gemara is saying that Let's say you only have an almana and a bas. So an almana also gets supported from the nechasim. And so does the daughter. So is the daughter supposed to get supported from the nechasim. So who's going to get it? The almana or the bas? So normally when you have brothers and sisters, if there's only nechasim, if there's a little bit of nechasim, the sisters are going to get it. But what if you have an almana and you have a sister? What are you going to do? So asu almana itzal bas, kibatza itzal achin, minechasim muatin, ma bas itzal achin, habas nizaynis, va'achin yishlo'am sochin. Just like when you have brothers and sisters and there's only a little bit of Yerusha, so the sisters are going to get it in order to support themselves. And the boys are going to go around knocking on doors to get the Parnassah because they are more fit and capable to do that. So, Afalmana, it's Amas, so too if you have an Amana or a Bas. And the question is, who's going to get supported by this little bit of Yerusha? Amana, Nizaynis, Vabas, Teshalabsachim. The Amana is going to get it. His widow is going to get the Yerusha, this small Yerusha, whatever it is. And the Bas is told to go knock on doors and get your food that way. So, what's the question? The question is that we just said, Almana, he doesn't want necessarily her to get rich by double dipping, keeping her Maisiadaim and getting supported. But as it relates to the Bas, we said he doesn't mind if she gets rich and she double dips but i thought if it's between the amana and the bas who's going to get the yerusha by the other allah of it's going to be the amana so which one is better which one is more close and dear to him which one does he want getting rich is it the amana or is it his daughter the gemara answers it's not a steer because le'inyan zilusa almanas ayadifa le'inyan zilusa like a, a bizayan in terms of bizayanus his almana is more hush of him that he'd rather her not be not be nisbaza, and therefore, if you're going to start making people knock around doors, it shouldn't be his almana. He'd rather be his daughter than his almana than to knock on doors. But in order to get rich, that's a totally different thing. Being supported is one thing that you don't have to knock on doors. His almana is going to take care of first. But to get rich, who would he rather have all the money? His almana or his daughter? That that already he'd rather his daughter get all the money. Must be safe. Rav Yosef is now going to ask a question on Rav Sheshes from our Mishnah. Rav Sheshes who said that in this situation where the sister is getting supported by her brothers, they get to keep her maiseyodayim, any income she makes, just like her father was able to keep it when he was supporting her. So Rav Yosef asks on Rav Sheshes who just said that, Masa Rav Yosef, our Mishnah had said that any income she makes and any mitziyos she finds, any lost objects she finds that she keeps, even though she didn't collect it yet, meaning it's income that she earned, but she didn't physically collect it yet and it's coming to her, and then the father dies, so the halacha is that 
in terms of that, we look at it like it belongs to the father, even though it wasn't collected yet. And therefore, when the father dies, it's going to be part of the Yerusha that the brother is going to keep it. Meaning, this halacha was regarding something Reb Shimon said. That even though Reb Shimon in the Mishnah holds that the father's not zoiche in her things until he, meaning in the knas specifically, let's say by Aynas and Mephate, Reb Shimon held that by a knas, the father is not zoiche, and the knas doesn't really belong to the father. Until the Shatz Nesino, until he actually gets it. So he said over there that that's as it relates to the Knats, but as it relates to the Maisi Odeo, Mitziaso, any income she has or the Mitziaso she finds, that already, even if she didn't get it yet, even if she didn't get it yet, even though Afal Pichol, like Govza, as the Mishnah said, Meisa Avarin, Shalachin, still from the time that she earned it, it's considered that it belongs to the father, and therefore when the father dies, it's part of his Yerusha that it goes to the brother. Says the Gemara like this, the Gemara's Medayik, Rabbi Yosef brings this as a Kasha, the only reason that the brothers, Yarshinit, they Yarshinit, and it really belongs to the fathers, is because she earned it in the lifetime of the father. But if she earned it after the father already died, then clearly the Brisa, the Mishnah, is very much implying that La'atzma, that it would belong to her if she earned it after her own father died. And we wouldn't say that the brothers take on the status of the father, that they get to keep all her Maisiya diamonds. Sounds like not that way. And says the Gemara, my lab binizinus, aren't we talking about a case where she is being supported by the brothers anyway? And still, even though she's being supported by the brothers, we're saying that she still gets to keep her own Maisio Daim, says the Gemara, and Loi Bishain and Izinus. We're talking about a case where the brothers are not supporting her. So no Raya that while she that in a case where they would be supporting her, they're not gonna get to keep her Maisio Daim. The Gemara asked though, Ibishain and Izinus, my member. If you're going to tell me that the cases where they're not supporting her, it's not a case where the brothers are supporting the sister, then what's the Kiddush? Why would they get to keep her income? The only right they would ever have to her income is, is if they're supporting her. Why would they get to keep their income? her income? Why would we ever have such a Havamina to have to knock it down that they would keep the income if they're not even supporting her? So the Gemara, meaning because even according to Ma'adamra that, that says that a master could tell his Evid, you have to work for me and I'm not supporting you. There is a Ma'adamra that says that. Even, even that mandamer holds that that only applies to Evid Kanani, who the Pasuk says doesn't the Pasuk doesn't say imcha about. So you could have that Havamina that you could for that you could have a mandamer that says that you could give him these bad terms. You could tell him you have to serve me and I won't support you either way. But even at Evid Evri you can't do that. And if he's working for you, you're chive to support him. So therefore Kalshikin Bitoi. So for sure, Bitoi, the same Allah is gonna apply that obviously the only time she's gonna get the only time the brothers are gonna get the Maiseo there is when you're supporting her. So obviously, if she's not getting supported by the brothers, she keeps her Maisei Yodayim, and she keeps her income. What would be a Havamina not? So Amar Rabba Barula, Rabba Barula answers that We needed to teach you this Chiddush for the Adofa, not the regular income she makes, but anything extra. Let's say she was a very successful woman, and she was making a ton of money, more than enough to pay for her basic necessities, and a lot's going into savings. So where she earned that type of a lot of income, where there's a Havamina over there in that case that maybe the brothers would get that even if they're not supporting her. Kamash Malan is telling you that even there they're not going to get it and she keeps her own because the brothers are not supporting her. Amar Rava, Rava said, Gavra Rabba Kirby Yosef, like Yoda, Dika Adafa. You're telling me that a Gavra Rabba like Kirby Yosef, such a great man like Kirby Yosef, didn't think of this answer we just gave of Adafa that was talking about a case where there was extra. 
So really, Rava says it can be. Really, Rabbi Yosef knew that, and this wasn't the whole shock of Atarian back and forth of what Rabbi Yosef meant. They ask a question without realizing that there's an easy answer, like we just said about Adafa. And Lama Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef, and Lama Rava, Rava rather explains for Rabbi Yosef what was going on. Rabbi Yosef masnisin gufa kashale. Rabbi Yosef had a kasha from our Mishnah itself. It says that her ma'aseyodah, any income she makes, umitziyasa, any mitziyos she finds, even though she didn't collect it yet, so it belongs to the father, and therefore it belongs to the father's yorshin when the father dies. Okay, but the Gemara asks now, mitziyasa miman, gavya. It said that any income that she didn't collect, and any mitziyas that she found that she didn't collect, what does that mean you didn't collect Mitzias that you found. If you found them, you have them. You don't have to collect them at all. Mitziasa, mimai govsa. What is she, miman gavyo? Who is she collecting her mitzias from? That doesn't even make sense. So, elalava chikamers. Obviously, that's not what it meant to say. What it means to say is, when it says that, maisiyodea and mitziasa shaloi govsa, what does it mean to say? Maisiyodea kimitziasa. It's telling you that maisiyodea that she didn't collect, that's what like govsa is going on. She didn't collect the income that she earned, but didn't collect yet. So when it says Shalai Gavsa, she didn't collect it all, referring back to both those things. It was really talking about, obviously, the Maisiyodah, but it was teaching you a Chiddush, that Maisiyodah commitsiyasa. That any income she makes is just like any Mitsiyah that she finds. Ma Mitsiyasa, Bechayo Av, Le'av, Le'achar Misasa, Av, Le'atma, just like any Mitsiyah she finds, any, any objects she finds. While her father's alive, it belongs to her father, but after her father dies, it belongs to her, even if she has brothers, that's for sure. If she found the Mitsiyah, she was Zeichen, and it belongs to her, not her brothers. So it teaches you that Maisiyodah are just like Mitsiyasa Av. So it teaches you that Maiseodah and the income she makes is just like Mitzias. And also, Maiseodah, we're going to learn now that the only time the Maiseodah go to the father is when the father's still alive. But after the father died, she would get to keep her Maiseodah. She would get to keep her income that she makes, and it would not go to the brothers. And says the Gemara, Shmami no. I see from here, not like Rav Sheshesh, not like what Rav Sheshesh said, that the Maisei Adayim would go to the brothers when they're supporting her. No, Rabbi Yaisi proves that really that's not what's going on. And even if the brothers are supporting her, she would still keep any income that she makes. Itmar Nami was also said, I'm review the Marav, review this in the name of Rav. Basani Zainis Menachin, a daughter who gets supported by the brothers, so her brothers are supporting her. She still keeps her Maisiyadayim. So review the Marav said the same thing. Amar Ravkana, Ravkana said, My time, what is the reason? Meaning, why don't the brothers keep her Maisiyadayim in the end of the day if they're supporting her? Because the Pasuk says, It says that you're going to give over your avadim kenanim, that they get, your sons inherit the the avadim kenanim that you have. So we learn a drush of you inherit them, meaning avadim, over to your sons. You inherit them over to your sons, but not your daughters. Your sons are not going to inherit your daughters. So what does that even mean? What does that mean that your sons are not going to inherit your daughters? It teaches us that a person doesn't give over in his inheritance. He doesn't leave as part of a Yerusha, the schus that he had in his daughter, meaning to keep her things, and to keep her income, he doesn't give over that schus to his sons, which are her brothers, when he dies and the Yerusha happens. That he had a schus in her as a father, but that does not go to the brothers, and the brothers do not have a schus in her Maisiyadayim, and even if they're supporting her, she still gets to keep any income that she makes, and she does not have to give it to the brothers. How do you know 
How do you know that that pasuk you just brought me of is nachaltem oisam levenechem? And then we said oisam levenechem loibita. How do you know that that pasuk is coming to exclude the ma'aseyadaim? Not telling me that she's going to keep her ma'aseyadaim and the brothers don't inherit the schus to collect her ma'aseyadaim. Maybe that pasuk that the brothers don't inherit the schus of their sisters is really talking about these other schuyos, not ma'aseyadaim. Maybe it's talking about the knas by pito abbas and it's talking about other type of knasayis v'chabalays and if someone is chayvel her hakasam adaber. Maybe it's talking about that that the brothers wouldn't get to keep it and she keeps it herself. But maybe the Maiseo Daim, they would. Maybe the Maiseo Daim, they would keep it. How do you know that this drush is specifically talking about her Maiseo Daim that the brothers aren't going to keep? Maybe they're talking about these other type of Knossos and payments that she might get. That really she gets these, as, but as it relates to the Maiseo Daim, we wouldn't know that and maybe they should keep it. So Vechin Taner and says the Gemara, I even have a Taner Rebchanina taught that we do learn the Pasuk about those things and not Maiseo Daim. That Bepita Abbas, Beknasim Vachalasim that the Torah is talking about a Knas by Mephate or other type of knossos, or if someone is chayvel her, that's what the pasuk is talking about—that she gets to keep it, but not specifically my dime. So how do you know? So pause the gemara for a second. It says chavolos tzar de gufaninu. Chavolos meaning if someone was chayvel her, meaning if someone damaged her, obviously she keeps that. Why would it go to her brothers? Tzar de gufaninu. It's her own tzar. It's tzar that happened to her own body. Obviously she's going to keep that payment. What's a havmin? Why do you need a drusha to tell me that she has to keep it and it wouldn't go to her brothers? It should be hers anyway. So, we're talking about a case where someone hurt her in her face and damaged her face, and she doesn't look the same, and therefore it decreased her physical value if she would have been sold, that type of thing. And therefore, the father, that value, the father loses out on. Because the father had the power, again, as we know, he had the power to sell his daughter, Zanama. So when she gets physically damaged and, it, and her value decreases, that loss goes to the father. So you would have had a havamina had that maybe the sons inherit that loss. So maybe the chavala, the dmei chavala should go to the brothers. Come on, the chedush is that even so, the brothers do not get that. Now, Amr of Zera, Amr of Masna, Amr Rav, the Amrilan, some brought it down a little differently. They said, Amr Rebi Zera, they're not Rav Zera, but Rebi Zera said it after he went to Eretz and got Smicha. That's when he was called Rebi Zera, as opposed to Rav Zera. Either way, there are those that brought it down as Rav Zera saying this, and there are those that brought it down as Rebi Zera. The only difference is, was he in Babel before he had Smicha, or was he in, was he in Eretz Israel after he already had Smicha when he said this? So, Amrilan, Amr of Zera, Amr Rebi Zera. Amr Masna Amr Rav. What was the halacha they said in the name of Rav? That That even if she gets supported by her brothers from the father's estate, still she gets to keep her own ma'aseyadaim. She gets to keep any income she makes. Because the pasuk says, You inherit over your avadim to your sons, but not the schus that you had in your daughter to collect her ma'aseyadaim. That doesn't go to the sons. And already if she's getting supported from the sons, they do not keep her ma'aseyadaim. But it teaches us that a person does not give over in his inheritance the schus that he has in his daughter. He doesn't give that to his sons, and the sons will not be able to collect her ma'aseyadaim. Amr avimi bar papi shakud amra. Avimi bar papi said shakud says this. Who's shakud? Shakud refers to Shmuel because he was very he was a big masmid. Okay, so it says the, the Gemara actually says that shakud manu Shmuel. Shakud refers to Shmuel. Shmuel was a big masmid. How Rav Amra asks the Gemara? Didn't Rav say this? We just quoted in the name of Rav. Why are you saying in the name of Shmuel? So says the Gemara. Ima af shakud amra. He meant to say that even Shmuel said this. Also shakud said this. Not only did Rav say this halacha that even if she gets supported by the brothers, she still gets to keep her own income. Also, Shmuel said, "Amar Mar Bar Meimar, Leravashi Mar Bar Meimar said to Ravashi, 
In Arda, they said that the Allah is like Rabsheshes, that if the brothers are supporting her, they do keep her Masyadet. And Ravashi says that although they said that, Marbar Mamer said that to Ravashi, that they said that in Arda, that the Allah is like Rabsheshes, and Ravashi said that no, the Allah is like Rav, that even if the brothers are supporting her, she still gets to keep her Masyadet. And as it relates to Allah, the Allah is like Rav, that even if the brothers are supporting her, she still gets to keep her own someone who marries off his daughter in a state of Erisin. We know marriage has two parts, Erisin and Nisun. So someone marries off his daughter and she only gets married through Erisin. Okay, Vigirsha. But then she gets divorced from that state of Erisin. And then she gets married again through a state of Erisin. Again, not Nisun, not fully married. And then she became a widow. Her husband died again from the state of Erisin. So the Allah is Ksubasa Shaloi. The Ksuba, as relates to the Ksuba, the father had the rights in his daughter. Now, he had the rights to marry her off. He married her off and she became an Arusa. Once, she, once she's an Arusa, he doesn't lose full rights to her. We know when a girl gets married, the father loses the rights in her and all her schusim. He loses the, the schus bita when he marries off his daughter. But that's only true when she's fully married. When she's only an Arusa, he still pretty much does have schuyas in his daughter. So the Allah the, 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 the Mishnah is saying is, what about the Ksuba? What if she got married through a state of Erusin? The father married off the daughter in the state of Erusin. And as we just explained, he doesn't lose all his chuyas since she's only a state of Erusin and she's not yet in a state of Nisun. But then she gets divorced. So she gets some type of Ksuba. Even from a state, even when she gets divorced or her husband dies from a state of Erisin, she's still getting some type of Ksuba. But as we said, the father still didn't lose the Tzchus he had in his daughter. So the Ksuba, the Gemara says, that she would get in these two, two situations, even if she got married in the state of Erisin the first time, and then her husband died, got a Ksuba from that, and then got married in the state of Erisin the second time also, and her husband died. Then, sorry, the first time he divorced her, the second time he died. The point is, the father is going to keep the Ksuba because he did not lose his rights that he had in his daughter because she was only married to her state of as it relates to the Ksuba, the father keeps the Ksuba. He's Siya however. If she got fully married in a state of Nisuin, where he would lose the rights in his daughter, he would lose the schus that he had in his daughter, Vigirsha, then she got divorced from a fully state, full, from a fully married, from a full marriage. He's Siya in Asarmala, and then she gets married again in a full marriage, and her husband dies. Ksubasa Shalah. Then already, as we said, the father loses the rights to her, and the schus he had in her, and therefore she's the one that gets to keep her Ksuba, not her father. Rebuda says, even in this situation where she got fully married and then divorced, the first Ksuba, meaning not the second time around, but the first one belongs to the father. Even the first time since she got fully married, once she gets fully married, the father completely loses his chos that he had in her. And therefore, even the first time that she gets this first Ksuba, when her husband divorces her from a, from a full marriage, she is going to keep it and the father is not going to get it. Says the Gemara, time of the Gemara makes a diuk. It sounds like it was very specific in the Mishnah. We were trying to describe a case where she got married twice and then divorced twice. But it didn't say the same thing, that she got, sorry, not divorced twice, that she ended this marriage twice. It didn't say the same thing, that she got divorced twice in both cases or her husband died in both cases. Rather, it said her husband divorced her in the first time and then the second time her husband died, her new husband died. So the Gemara's been died like this. Time of day, The only reason this is true is because she got married and her husband divorced her and then she got married and her husband died. It wasn't the same thing. He didn't die in both cases. But if he did die in both cases, she got married to a man and he died. She got married to another man and he died. Then then it would be mashma that she wouldn't be able to get married to anyone anymore. And as a by the way, from the fact the Mishnah evaded that, and from the fact the Mishnah was trying to avoid making her 
kill two husbands, not kill, but making two of her husbands die on her. So we see that the town of the Mishnah is Agav Orchi going like Rebbe, the Omar betrays him, Nihave Chazaka. There's a big Machaik, it's a jazz. Whether two times it takes to create a Chazaka or it takes three times to create a Chazaka, and Rebbe is of the sheet that it only takes two times to make a Chazaka. And therefore, by the, by the halacha of Isha Katlanis, of a woman who she has a Chazaka that her husbands die when she's married to her. So how many husbands does she need to die that she's not going to be able to marry anyone else anymore? According to Rebbe, she has a Chazaka after two. So the Mishnah that went out of its way to not make both husbands die, because we weren't trying to say that case. We're not trying to describe her being a Katalanist. We're just trying to say a case that the father is going to get the Ksuba. So the Mishnah that was not trying to make her a Katalanist and make her put her in a situation where she's never going to be able to get married again, because according to Rebbe, if two of her husbands die, that's a Chazaka, and she's a Katalanist, and she can't marry anyone else. So the Mishnah, by the virtue of the fact that it didn't say she got, she, her husband died twice, but rather it said the marriage ended the first time because of a divorce, and the second time because of a death, it was clearly going like Rebbe, that after two times, she'd have a chazaka and she'd be a katlanis.